Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Let's Kill Twitter, the show that aims to detox your timeline with the art of conversation. Let's Kill Twitter is recorded live and on Zoom and this week featured the actor and writer Rosie Holt, very well known for her viral videos, and the very popular New Zealand comedian Taryn Mohanbai. The hosts were Julian Hall and Sajila Kershey. We got through a range of topics including the Ukraine and Partygate, Dominic Cummings and Gossip Girl, George Orwell and Joe Rogan, and Valentine's Day and the Tinder Swindler. We hope you enjoy the show. Please check us out on YouTube and give us a subscribe. And of course, please follow us on Twitter at LKTZoom. Uh, hello, good evening and welcome. It is Sunday night. It is eight o'clock and you are watching Let's Kill Twitter with me, Julian Hall. This is the show that aims to detox your timeline with the art of conversation. That is no easy task, of course, but thankfully I've got two fantastic guests joining me to help me trawl through Twitter tonight, Rosie Holt and Taryn Mohanbai. And as ever, I'm joined by another fantastic comedian. It's Sajila Kershey. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Ooh. Ooh. A week on from our first ever live event of Let's Kill Twitter at the Back Bill Murray. The Thanks to all those who came. It was a great show. And uh, how, uh, what, do you, what do you feel about it? We haven't even discussed how you feel about it. Uh, we've show. not even had time uh, yeah, for feet to touch the ground, have they? Uh, no, it was, it was really nice. It was really good to be in IRL. I mean, we haven't seen each other for however many years, years. it is. Years. Uh, which is a bit crazy. <laughs> Uh, and that might have shown us slightly in the introduction, but it got very smooth after that, didn't it? It has yes, to say, it did. did get very smooth. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. We had a great couple of guests uh, last time. We had Patrick Monaghan and Eric McElroy. McElroy. We're doing so well in the names today, pronunciation. Uh, given that I've mispronounced a friend's name on this show, who's present now all these That's years okay. with the wrong name. <laughs> yes. we've, we've, re we've rescued that now, Sajil. It's absolutely <laughs> fine. Um, yes, so hang on, let me see. I always have to adjust Facebook, which is very annoying. And actually, that is my cue to say that we are now, we are currently streaming live across Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Please do give us a subscribe on YouTube. That's where all our previous shows and clips are. And this show will be streaming too, as well, of course. And uh, crucially, follow us on Twitter at LKTZoom. If you do that, you can engage with us live during the show. Our Twitter feed is exclusively where you can do that and for the rest of the time we'll be posting clips news of the next show and just gathering as many tweets as possible uh, to entertain you during the week and of course that's where all our guest tweets get tweeted too so speaking of guests Sajila I think it's mm. now time uh, to bring mm. Taryn and Rosie into full view into the zoom room and uh, give them a little bit of uh, introductory hype uh, let me let me introduce Rosie first, and then I'll get you to introduce Taryn. So Rosie Holt, if you don't already know, is an actor mm. and writer best known for viral internet videos on Twitter, skewering the political landscape since the pandemic. She attended drama school at Lambda, where she gained BA Ons in acting. She was a finalist at the Amuse Moose New Comic, Leicester Square New Comedian and Bath New Act Awards. She's appeared on the Russell Howard Hour on Sky, Ashley Blaker's 6.5 Children on Radio 4, and performed in the critically acclaimed two-hander theatre show, The Crown Live with Brendan Murphy, a previous guest on this show. And Taryn. Taryn Mahanavai. Hello, Taryn. Um, he's been performing comedy since he turned his back 
on his dad's offer to run the family business, which was a bustling convenience store in the suburbs of Auckland. And I know this because I went and visited him a couple of years ago. He has been performing as a professional comedian for over 10 years with nominations uh, in the Billy T Award and taking out Best Comedy Show in 2004 at the New Zealand Comedy Festival. He's performed all over the globe. Uh, including at Edinburgh, which is where we met, and on the Jongler circuit in the UK, Yak Yaks and Laughliness in Vancouver, the Improv, the Ice House in the Comedy Store in LA, multiple comedy rooms in, rooms in Sydney and all over New Zealand. He's sought after, he's a really actually sought after comic in New Zealand on, on the professional circuit and a seasoned corporate comic. He's also performed at the Jakarta Comedy Festival, Melbourne, International Comedy Festival, uh, Durban Comedy Festival, and in Malaysia and Singapore. Welcome to Let's Kill Twitter, Taryn. Uh, good to have you here. And I've not seen you for years either. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm good. So this Twitter, what is it? Like, is it um... <laughs> so, okay. So this is, there's a massive contrast between our guests today in terms of Twitter usage. Uh, and I thought it was good for balance to have both on. Um, so uh, do you, do you yeah. want to tell us, uh, Julian, about Rosie's, Rosie's presence? And then we'll talk about... Rosie yeah, well, let's, let's, let's just have a look at, yeah, let's just have a look at everyone's individual. So across the, the ticking across the screen is everyone's handle and all the rest of it, so people know where to follow you. But let's... Uh, Let's go to Rosie's count here. Uh, wow, it's 195.1k followers, Rosie. That is pretty impressive, I have to say. Do you want me to do the direct contrast with Taryn now? Let's, yes, please. Let's yes. do that now. Yes. Taryn, 787 followers. Uh, I think that might have gone down since you started doing the show. What's happening? <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's, that's quite a lot of people um, for me. Like, oh, crikey, where did I go? <laughs> Okay. You've unfollowed yourself. Um, Congratulations. No, 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 no. Because I'm. Are you guys using your phone or your computer? Computer. computer. It's oh, all business. It's all business. Like, this end. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a phone, and obviously notifications keep coming. I try to sweep them away, and then I sweep that. This is how technologically advanced I am. I mean, you know, we. Uh, this is the thing: is that relationship with Twitter. Everyone has a different one. And uh, I think it's important to have on this show uh, those who don't engage as well as Twitter with Twitter and find out why. I mean, obviously, uh, that's not a that, you know it's a, it's a, it's, an, it's a good amount, but not necessarily if you're a performer in the UK. Uh, and I can't speak because I haven't exactly got many, and I don't engage as much as Twitter as I should do, perhaps. But what what is the reason, Taryn? I mean, I know you told me a great story about this. So do you want to share that story of why why well, you how you was kicked Why? off and oh well i here's the thing i joined years ago and then i don't even know how to i don't know how to i don't know what it was it was something about you had to type 40 characters or something and then you just could spill your beans and i just had nothing to say and i just felt like nothing no one had any no one cared what i had to say so i was just like i gave up i don't like reading books so i wasn't going to start writing books on <laughs> on platforms you know i just like what am i doing like and it just felt, for me, it just wasn't the right platform. It's not even a platform. I just don't know. I, I just like to talk to people. I ring up people and talk to them on the phone. I was going to say, this makes you like I a mean, big it's fan quite, of WhatsApp. It's, it's quite, it's, 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 <laughs> you know what? I'm in so many WhatsApp chat groups as well from family, and they're all into sports. I hate sports. 
So they're talking about sports and stuff, and I'm like, I don't even know what this is. I'm just concerned where we're going to have dinner on Friday night and what time I need to be there. Like, I don't really care so much for, like, people are going on about football and Manchester, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. And someone said something yesterday about some football player, I don't even, someone Rooney, Wayne Rooney, is he well-known as a footballer? (laughs) Supposedly, (laughs) and they're, they're talking about... Yeah, in my chat group, they're talking about him. And I'm like, who is this guy? And they're like, oh, he plays football. And I'm like, yeah, okay. We'll just, you know, I don't know how to leave this group now. I've been in it too long. It should just be really bad. And know that Taryn is actually live from Auckland right now. And what time is it there? It's obviously 8.07 here in the, in the evening. What time is yeah, it in? So it's 9.07, 9.07 in the morning. 9.07 in the morning. Uh, so we did well to respect. get you out of yeah. bed. Respect <laughs> yeah. you. Oh, no, no. I've been, up, I've been up for hours. Like, I've been up since about 5 o'clock. I mean, ever since my work in the corner shop, those hours are stuck with me. So they haven't lost those hours yet. So it's kind of stuffed, my whole sleeping clock. Fantastic stuff. Well, now, Rosie, you are very immersed <laughs> in the Twitter sphere. Um, and I mean, do you have a kind of, I know you're obviously very active on Insta as well. Do you have kind of preference of the two? Um, yeah, no, I prefer, well, Instagram is kinder. Uh, I think every, everyone's nicer there, but whole, I, I mean, I find Twitter more interesting. And the problem is I find Instagram, I just end up spending hours and hours of my time looking at photos of of uh, people, of celebrities in the, in the 2000s, because Instagram decides what you like to look at, and then it goes, here's, here's more of it. And so you just spend hours and hours going through these photos that, that Instagram's suggesting to you, and it's, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> I just see lots of pictures of Lindsay Lohan and what she's wearing, and, um, you know, at Twitter at least I feel like I'm engaging my brain a bit. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I mean, it certainly it certainly engaged you. I mean, obviously, I should have said at the start that we're obviously honoured to have our first MP on the show, <laughs> virtually. Uh, so you've been, you know, you've obviously been mistaken for an MP because of, you know, the videos that you do, particularly over the party gate stuff. A few people were taken in, which says an awful lot about a your acting skills and b the standard of MPs that we've got currently, uh, or their anonymity. Um, and you've also had flack from sort of both left and right and you did uh, tweet very interestingly about that in terms of uh, where it was most vociferously felt so uh, well there's two things there really if, if you take us to the being mistaken for an MP uh, how's that going <laughs> still happening I assume yeah yeah it's it's really funny I mean the the last video I had I had two actual MPs call me out and say I was a, a, a terrible terrible MP which oh, I wow. found really funny. You've lost the whip. <laughs> <laughs> I replied to one of them saying, well, I've never seen you around Parliament, so how do I even know that you're an actual MP? <laughs> was it, was, can we ask which party these MPs were that saying that they think you're a terrible um, MP? One was Labour and one was SNP. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this doesn't really bode well for our politics at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> just a quick Google was so surely have like told them. That's hilarious. So I and I mentioned there that there was and I can't remember which tweet it was for, but you had um sort of flat left and right for a particular tweet and you were sort of describing how it was sort of particularly vicious on the left. And I know that uh Mr. Julie, you've had some experience of that too. What what can you sort of take us back and, and remind us what was going on there? Um I think I 
do you know, it, it was even, I replied to someone's tweets um, who they were being critical about Jeremy Corbyn, I think. And I sort of, <laughs> I replied in support. I can't remember what I said, but I am, um, but it, it, it's not the first time I've been attacked by the left. Um, and I find it really intense because the, the, the right always troll me, but they're quite straightforward about it. They kind of, you know, they kind of say, um, oh, you're an a, a, a unfunny lefty loon, and then they'll say something misogynistic, um, which is actually kind of deliable, uh, deliable isn't a word, but <laughs> I, I don't know where Delia, I am. Delia Smith, and then it's Delia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are you? Yeah. But, but the, the left, when I've been trolled by, by the far left, um, it's really vicious because they kind of, do a bit of a character assassination so they mm. they really go for it and then they you know they write that I'm racist or homophobic and 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 in some cases I think when I tweeted then I was getting people just making up stuff about me they were saying I wrote for the Daily Mail and I'd made a racist video about Diane Abbott and all these things just hadn't happened and then I you know there'd be 50 people liking these tweets that weren't true so it, it's just um, also because I, you know, I am left wing. So I think it's a mm. bit more, um, it's, you know, it hits it's home very interesting, more. very interesting. Because as Julian said, sorry, Julian, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. no, go for it. Um, no, because I've, I've, I've had a similar thing. Um, you know, I dared to take a gig with Tubi News and I kind of knew what I was doing. And then I've had like very well-meaning uh, friends sort of say, you don't know their races. I'm like, look, really, I literally have had every ism in my life. I kind of know where yeah. they are and what it is. I kind of, I, I, but it was actually coming from the left and their own, you know, um, uh, like own community, I suppose, of comedians and artists, uh, which I was really shocked by because I expected it from the right. I was like, oh yeah, because you know, the, the thing. So that's kind of obvious racism I've had. You know, obviously the way she looks, or you know, oh, oh, why do we, you know, where does she come from? Uh, which you know, translate is like, you know, we we'll go back home. And also, I know all of that. I can, I can deal with that kind of right. What I don't understand is the. You know, it's like I'm so. Why would I change my politics? Because I've chosen to do something. I'm still a lefty, and I'm I, and I have to wear red just to show you that I'm a lefty. But you still don't. You're still <laughs> telling me what I think and what I feel. And obviously, I'm a sellout because now I'm, I'm a raging racist. Obviously, uh, so it's it's just interesting. Um, and and I know. Well, how have you sort of? Does that has that changed where you sit on the political kind of scale? Does that make a difference having that you know vicious attack from the left? I don't think it's changed where I am politically, but I think it definitely, um, it, I, I think even before, because I think the, the first time I got attacked by the left, I think before that I, I was kind of waiting for it to happen because I thought I had a lot of portion of very left-wing people following me who I could see were quite unforgiving of everyone with slightly different views. And I thought, God, it's only a matter of time they realise that I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I don't agree with them on everything. And so the first time it happened, I was just waiting for it. And um, it was so vicious. I had a proper parlon. This was about a um, year and a half ago. And since then, they kind of re-pop up. I think, yeah, I, I don't think it's changed around politically, but I think it does make me think. I I, I don't know. Um, it, it makes me go, oh, the, the right are nicer. <laughs> I don't believe it. Then you say these things and people go, you can't say that. And I go, well, I, I don't know. But I'm, well, you can Twitter. kind of see Rosie I'm more Duffield. scared of the left. Sorry, yeah, you can see Rosie Duffield, you know, why she might be tempted by the right when she doesn't feel supported by by her own party, you know, well, to also, kind of be like... Also, I think, 
I think that's what happens is, is people get boxed into a corner if they say something that their tribe doesn't agree with. And then you've got people on the right going, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll listen to your views. And mm. while, while you're sharing them, we've got, a, we've got some more that we'd like to share with you. Very interesting. I could, I, could, I could talk to you about that. I really could. But I think for balance, we should ask Taran what it's like in New Zealand, because he's with, you know, obviously your prime ministers now getting a bit of uh, slack, uh, you know, yeah. for, for being a nice person. You know, everyone's kind of yeah. having a pop at her. I mean, what, what's what what is the what is it like to be on the left and right in, in New Zealand? Ah. Oh. I think it's at the moment they've got protests going on uh, outside Parliament, so people are obviously protesting the mandate. Um, have you guys still got a mandate there at the moment, or no of any sort? Uh, In terms we've of got the whole yeah. At the moment, we've got obviously the vaccine mandate, which means people have to be vaccinated. People are losing their jobs if they're not vaccinated, which is quite interesting. And people are going onto the lawns of Parliament saying that you know this isn't right, and you know I understand where they come from. It's fine, everyone's you know, my body, my choice kind of situation. But obviously there's this massive division in society now and that seems to be the big thing at the moment. But I just don't get involved. I'm just too busy watching Netflix. Like, um, yeah, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Is that another? Is that another reason why you avoid streaming streaming media? No, I just, I just, I just feel like, I just feel like, I just can't be bothered engaging with people that I don't really. That's just my. That's just who I am, though. Like, I just feel information is power, and the more information you give to people, the more power they have over us. And for me, it's just like. I don't even know who you are. I like, honestly, when I post something and then all of a sudden there'll be arguments that break out afterwards, I just don't engage. I just laugh at the people fighting amongst each other. I just, I just find it hilarious. I just think, wow, have you not got... What are you doing? You, like, you, can, you, you... Yeah, you do kind of have an anti because you're, you're quite present with Rosie, so she's like prefers uh, Instagram. And you are quite proficient on Instagram because you're always posting like quite funny... Like people yeah, post just, their food, you sort of deconstruct yeah. that. And you just post a photo of an empty plate. You just had the dinner that you've had. Yeah, I just, I just yeah. had fish and chips and then empty plates, <laughs> loads and loads of empty plates. Uh, yeah. So I quite like. I see where you're coming from. It's slightly slightly. But anyway, we, Julian, we we should. Um, we should, shouldn't uh, we? Yeah. I mean, t- despite all of that, Taryn has managed to choose five tweets. D- uh, inf- although we have had the first refusal from someone. Uh, what we do is we put out a tweet before the show, an hour before, and we tag everyone that's been uh, selected in terms of their tweets rather than as people. And someone's actually said, no, I don't want to be discussed. So it's like, well, don't have 76,000 followers then and tweet is what I would suggest. So we'll skip over that one. Um, Terry's getting that... some controversy before he's only been on here, yeah, back here for one day. Well, I, here's, oh, here's on. the thing. I, on, I only came back oh, on off, because yeah. everyone was talking about what Trump was tweeting a few years ago. And I was like, oh, this sounds exciting. I got kicked off anyway for the first time because I decided to go on random dating websites and then they hacked my account and they kicked me off Twitter. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I don't care. I never use it anyway. And then when Trump came and everyone was talking about him, I thought, oh, let's go in and see what he's saying. And then I don't know about you guys over there, but in New Zealand, everything that he was tweeting was on the news anyway. So I was like, oh, why am I, why am I on Twitter? Like, it's just on the six o'clock. I don't need to go into Twitter. I'll just watch the news. I watch my Facebook feed. Everyone's posting it. I'm like, I don't really need to go in and engage. And for me, I don't know. I just, all of social media for me is a bit, weary like i remember once i posted something on is it tiktok remember that one mm. and i still do still stuff going. So oh yeah 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 so still in going. the first lockdown in the first lockdown i posted something on it Scary. and then i went back i went back four months later 
because I thought my friend goes, oh, we should use it. And I thought, I did post something on it in that first lockdown. Go back and had 40,000 views. I didn't follow it up. Like I should have, right? I should have. I didn't. I was just like, oh, okay. Probably should have done something with it. Probably should have rolled with it. But I was too busy watching the Tiger King, right? <laughs> um, in that first lockdown. And I got sidetracked. And then I thought, you know what? This Madman show, that's 10 series. I could do a bit of that. <laughs> Uh, I, I totally want to do a podcast on uh, box sets now, but don't don't distract me. Uh, loving, no, 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 loving no. the more Mindy T-shirt, by the way. It is yeah, weird about shit. Trump because I mean, although you Twitter, yeah. I never followed him on Twitter, but I never had to because he was obviously being yeah. constantly retweeted. It was on the news, you know, exactly. Well, and it was on the news. Yeah. yeah, but you have chosen. Uh, speaking of uh, Donald Trump, you've chosen one of uh, his formerly best buds, Piers Morgan. Uh, so yeah. do you want to read this tweet out, uh, Taryn, if that's okay, and then we'll we'll get we'll get into oh. it. Okay, well, uh, I've got to find it first. Oh, uh, can you see it on the share screen? Oh, how do I do that? And if you don't, I'll I'll read it out for you. Uh, uh, let me, because uh, I've got my little thing here, which I can access it. Um, I just need to know which one it was. Wait a minute. Oh, no, 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 it's Martin. <laughs> Hello, Martin. Star, yeah, uh, star fan, fan of the show, super fan of the show. I found, I found the store that makes all these really cool retro shirts. Uh, damn. Oh, God, I don't know. I'll, I'll read it. Taron, it's fine. I'll read it. Okay. It's fine. fine. Okay, cool. um, so this is Piers Morgan's tweet uh, from the... Oh, no, I got it, got it. Oh, right, so okay. is the world... Here we go. So as the world braces for imminent war... In the Ukraine, the British Prime Minister will be filing out a lengthy police questionnaire about how many times he attended illicit parties and broke his own COVID laws. What a shameful moment for our country. What I just think it's great. Hey? <laughs> I just love it. I, well, I quite like it that, you know, I know Boris is, he is who he is, but the fact that he's just having parties and breaking all the rules, I just thought it's great. I mean, and just and he didn't do it once. He did it multiple times. I'm like, I don't know how people found out, to be brutally honest. But then, then again, that's the thing, right? When you're having a party with multiple people, it's going to get out. It eventually got out with that dude, whatever his name was. Uh, Dom, uh, Dominic Cummings. Cummings. That, yeah, and that lady that's in jail. Um, Who's the lady in jail? Oh, oh, you mean that you're talking about, um, hang on, are we... Are we... Segue to Ghislaine Maxwell, quick. Yeah, suddenly. that's it. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, that, that, she wasn't in had... the Rose Garden, was she? <laughs> no, she was, but they invited too many people to the island and too many people talked oh, about I it. Oh, I see and where you That's go where, that. it, yeah. Uh -huh. The more people that talk about something, if you're going to have a party, you only want to invite one. That's it. It's not a party anymore, and then you stay within the realms. But if you're going to have a party when you're not meant to have a party, it's pretty hard to keep it a secret in 2022 when there's social media cameras uh uh cctv like the cctv outside his house all day i'm sure right well yeah no totally i mean i mean unless there's an underground tunnel that goes from i don't know embankment straight up to whatever the house wherever his house is at downing street everyone's gonna know can i just ask whilst our prime minister was having parties what about yours yeah jacinda her, and, and you know, would you would she be having illegal lockdown parties? Do you think? I mean, was she? Because no, you know, obviously not. we've. I, I mean, when I came over, I was like, oh my god, you're so lucky to have her. But there is a bit of a backlash against her now at the moment. Yeah, as of course there always um, is when someone's no, being nice. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. New Zealand's too small. You got everyone gets kind of yeah. Can you use know. a mic, please? Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, she's not. She definitely wasn't having parties. Well, not that we're aware of. 
Not that we're aware. Close, closing down parties, surely, is more likely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, we had a lot of, yeah, we had a lot of closing down parties. She probably And she's got a little small child, so it's hard to find a babysitter when you can't bring someone else into your bubble, right? Well, this is true, yeah. <laughs> I love that you're still talking about bubbles. Bubbles died long ago in, in this country. Um, what about you, Rosie? What, 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 you know, have you got any comments on, on this? Uh, I mean, obviously, this is on the 11th of the 2nd, so it's not that old uh, that Piers Morgan is tweeting about this. Yeah. But it's kind of a lot of... We've heard this quite a lot now, haven't we? Yeah, we have. By the way, can you guys hear me? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, yeah, there's still a little bit of Brilliant. stalling, but it's... I've been bad. I've been trying to plug. I've been trying to like sneak I know, plug in I my mic. I noticed that. <laughs> it looked like this giant <laughs> padlock. I don't think I've succeeded. <laughs> I'm thinking, what's she doing that's with the giant padlock? Yeah, it's just just uh, just uh, padlocking. Thing. Yeah. Um. No, I I agree. I think this that this whole saga is amazing with this government. I mean that it, it again. It wasn't just one or two parties. It's it's loads loads. The whole, the whole, um, the whole party's a mess though because they delivered this questionnaire. I think it was a few days before Preston Dick, you know, head of Metropolitan Police, resigned. So the the kind of the whole relationship with the government and the and the police anyway is really is really kind of under scrutiny. And um, and, and I just I just think um, I mean it's very entertaining in a really sad, pressing, angry way. Which is one way of looking at it. It's, yeah, it's I think, I think yeah. he still doesn't get, does he, that Boris, he just has not read the mood of the nation. He doesn't get why no. a party could be such a, why it's so painful for certain people. It's just parties. And even, you know, I've had a lot of people saying, oh, for goodness sake, we're, we're, we're over Partygate, aren't we? This, you know, what's, what's the big deal? Yeah, I mean, okay, there are bigger things to, to look at, but we can't forget that he did. It's a massive... Um, yeah, you know, it's just such a horrible way to treat citizens of this country, to treat us like idiots. Yeah. Um, well, but, yeah. you know, we we were we were under the most draconian rules in peacetime Britain than mm. ever, and and he he made those rules. And you know, as everyone knows, everyone everyone missed things, but people missed funerals and all sorts of things. So I think it just shows a lot of contempt for the British public. And one thing I've noticed, actually, is um, I think both the right and the left are kind of united on this. Yes. Um, often when I've done videos on certain issues, you know, like the right might be angry or whatever. But this one, the right and left both seem to go, no, this is this is not good. This is really bad. And you've got lots of conservative MPs speaking out and are angry. And, um, you know, I wonder if this is the beginning of the end for him but he just seemed to cling on it, it's about what it, it from a conservative perspective it is about um you know ineptitude at the end of the day the, you know things that conservatives value are management skills and this government isn't showing many management skills rosie you've picked a tweet that we should segue to immediately because it's all about dom cummings and let's face it he is uh, quite at the center of this and this is the kind of burn that i would have I so love loved this. to have uh, <laughs> So love to have given this burn. Uh, it's very simply, I don't really even need to read it out, but it's Dominic Cummings' uh, tweet from last week saying there's way better picks than that, the ones floating around, including of the flat. And Josh Berry, uh, comedian Josh Berry, is XOXO Gossip Girl. And that is just like, that's just, I mean, that puts Cummings in his place uh, as well. I mean, he's the well, kind yeah. of... You know, he, well, I think it, Cummings is trying to sort of... Um, 
make himself out to be this sort of avenging angel. And uh, actually, he, he is just Gossip Girl. He's sort of angry and bitter and writing all his grievances on Twitter, which is both thrilling and fascinating and um, ridiculous. So I think I think Josh's tweet really sums it up, really. Oh, totally. I, I love I love it because in just that XOXO Gossip Girl, we just kind of completely get, you know, because <laughs> you're right. He is he is just a little vicious little bitch, isn't he? <laughs> is, is he yeah, he's exactly. Season, exactly <laughs> is he season one? Is he you see the first version of Gossip Girl rather than the second version? I've not seen the second version yet. Is, not is seen any... the new version. Oh, I feel good. too old watching yeah. it. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, my and, nieces uh, are really into that. Gossip Girl, <laughs> they love it. Um, and that's I mean, I, not to give me spoilers. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, are you familiar with Gossip Girl and uh, the, and the, the reference show? here? Yeah, huh? the, the TV show. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know of it, but yeah, I'm not quite sure of this guy. Again, you you it? mentioned Dominic Cummings earlier, so this is the the fact that Dominic Cummings has been slowly leaking, and I he it must just be him that all the leaks of the parties and stuff. He'd be, you know, like little in the background what? dropping all these. No, totally, totally. He's working to, I mean, even one of the one of the first MPs, Tory MPs to go against Boris Andrew Bridgen was saying that he's working to a grid. And he, it totally is. I'm just wondering, though, I mean, that, that is being spread over such a long period of time, mm. whether it's intended to go. It's slowed down because there's a Met Police investigation. We've also got elections in May. I mean, one assumes that, I mean, he said there's it's way just better. Like it's just like Gossip Girl series, but, you know, all the, all the seasons, it's been slowed down, spread out to give us like little teasers now and again. Um, but uh, yeah. I don't know, I think this is going to run and run. We're not quite done with it. What do you think, sorry, Rosie? Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to keep going on. I mean, what, how, how, what amount of parties are we going to get to? <laughs> yeah, we should have a sweepstake. We should totally have a sweepstake on that, I have to say. What do we well, got next? Well, we've got, we'll stay on Burns. Let's go uh, sort of Rosie back to Taryn. Let's start with uh, Rosie. You've got this tweet here. Do you want to sort of uh, re read it out and explain it for us? Yeah, so this guy had tweeted, uh, please know if you're someone who brings a book to the bar, nobody likes you. Um, and I think people got quite angry at this with a lot of women pointing out that, you know, sometimes they just wanted to read a book with a, with a glass of wine at the bar. And then someone had replied to him saying, how much of your life expressed as a percentage have you spent gesturing for women to take out their earbuds? I, I, sorry, I cocked up that reading. Um, but I think um, it, it just it just made me laugh because I of course he's that guy. He is that guy. Because every woman knows when they've, you know, when you've had your earphones on. I had it once when I was on a jog and there's some guy who's like, excuse me. And they're kind of doing you to take their earphones on. And they're just interrupting your time. And this guy is clearly someone who just goes around interrupting women's time. And they're presents women who just try, just trying to read their Jilly Cooper at the bar with a, you know, <laughs> glass of Pinot. <laughs> Well, the original tweet's from Jeremy Snyder, who seems to be some kind of lifestyle writer in the States, uh, from what I've just quickly, quickly looked at. And it's uh, Raf, who's P-A-R-F-X-I-S, is his handle. Uh, one of the most brutal KOs I've ever seen on this site. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it is a shame to sort of be uh, having a downer on the, uh, you know, booking a restaurant. That's been a good friend to me. <laughs> And, and God forbid a woman should be intelligent enough to be reading rather than focusing on, you know, on the men that come in in the bar, like, oh, enough for the totty. 
which is what a man does. A man will just look behind his book and look at the toilet. Uh, what, any any comments, Tarim Mahalabai, on this? What are your, what are your thoughts? When... <laughs> For, it's serious, Tarim. She's used your full name. Now she knows it. It's like it's all the time. No, I've always called him Tarim Mahalabai, but he's <laughs> never corrected me. Telling for years, I've just got, I, I didn't know he thought I was joking. I thought that was his name. We've been uh, yeah, known each other for a long time, and I've obviously been getting his name wrong. Go on, Taryn. About the about uh, Dan Cummings, are you saying? No, no, no. 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 We we're in a new tweet now, darling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Which tweet we had again? So we've got. Uh, uh, see how? Yeah. Can you see it? Yes. Yeah. No, I can't. That's the thing. I can't. I can't see the tweet. Sorry. I'm really so glad we got you for this. But, uh, oh, <laughs> me too. Me too. Like. I'm literally. So it's on. It's oh, on. I can see it. Okay. I see it now. I see it. Now. <laughs> okay. Brilliant. One of the most brutal KOs I've ever seen on this site. Is that the one? Yeah. yeah. So listeners, he's 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 he has tuned in first thing in the morning all the way from it's Auckland. True, it's still the morning. No, 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 not that. No, no. I'm just not technologically advanced. That's Come on, darling. <laughs> okay. So one of the most brutal KOs I've ever seen. Well, what is that in relation to? Oh, it's just like we can't. <laughs> Oh, no, I haven't got the will to live and explain it again. Um, so basically, this first tweet oh, no. from Jeremy Snyder is like, you know, it's basically berating someone who reads a book uh, at a bar as a, as a kind of loser. I mean, it's not really that far off the Bill Hicks, yeah. what you read him for joke. But, you know, in a true life situation. Would you, would you essentially, what we need to know is, would you enjoy reading a book at the bar? When you've, when you've got your dinner at Friday night and you're on your own and waiting for people... Is is that cool for you to read a book? Would I read bar? a book? Yeah. Mate, not the whole mate, book. It's not good for me to read. Yeah, I know. And, and and I think I think I made it kind of I think I uh, alluded to the fact that I don't really like reading books anyway. So if I was to read one at a bar, the people around me would have to be exceptionally boring. Um That's yeah. the point. That's a that is a point. But does don't you think a book, um, you know, is actually a great distraction, like uh it, it's a great way to like I want to be not just alone but it also I don't want to look like I'm not doing anything I've got something to kind of focus not just book like a newspaper you need something to, if you're going to go and eat on your own or do something on your oh, own yeah yeah I just find but I just I mean I think that's what you noticed years ago but I just feel everyone now you go into a venue and everyone's just reading their phones oh that's much. true that's or whether true. whether it be an article or something like the fact that someone's reading a book is very retro in a bar, like, do they not have a phone? So uh, bloody hipsters. Are we are we more attracted yeah. to people who read books then? Because if they're reading a book, instead well, that's of your it, phone... right? That's it's very cool. Like, it's very cool to read a book. Like, I reckon taking something that's a little bit like that would like if you, I reckon if you read The Cat in the Hat in a pub, that would say a lot. <laughs> I think that would. Oh God, am I really loud there? No. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's just no, a touch down maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So actually, uh, Tara, let's go to one of your tweets. Let's do. Let's swing back to serious. Oh, let's here. not. Let's no, no. Let's not. do. Let's, <laughs> let's do. Let's do this. Uh, energy. It's very on topic. Uh, Dan, Dan Price. One. Dan what Price. Dan Price. Okay. So the thing with me is, I've sent you the five links. Um, oh, actually, they show up on the screen, like you said. 
Oh, okay, here we go. Exxon, oh, I just discovered this too. Sorry, guys. Um, it's all coming together. Like, How many screens have you got there? <laughs> well, just the one. Well, I've been reading them off my tablet to the side, but I'm reading it off the links I sent you. And I go, which link was which? Well, but now I've realized it's, it's within the conversation. Okay. Exxon Mobil, highest profit in seven years. Chevron, highest profit in seven years. Shell, highest profit in seven years. Um, yeah, it's just about the price of fuel. I don't know what the price of fuel is like in the UK. Is it off the chat? Is it off the hook at the moment? Well, we're all waiting for our energy bills to go insane, basically. Um, yeah. So yeah, and it's just insane. Like it's weird because we're we're at a point in time where I'd say maybe ten to fifteen percent of the world are probably now either using electric or hybrid cars. So the fuel consumption's definitely gone down. Or maybe it hasn't. I don't know. But why has the price of petrol gone up? Because it makes no sense. Like there's still a lot of petrol out there. But I just feel like they're trying to cash in. This is their last ability to cash in before we start using it all together. Yeah, I've gone straight to household bills then, but I've forgotten about drivers because I'm I'm not a driver, so I'm just like completely yeah yeah but yeah me neither but i have to say Torin, we did have in the uk a few months ago um there were like queues gosh up up the you know the motor wave with people trying to get petrol because there was petrol shortage doesn't it yes your drivers your truck drivers were on strike that's i think that's that's what caused your um petrol shortage it wasn't so much the fuel itself it was the fact that that's right no one, it, yeah. no one wanted to take it to the gas station but yeah. then it coincided with well, we there still was no got... croissants anywhere and i was really really angry about that because i don't drive and i didn't and there was two, yeah and... and i was just like no fucking croissants i can't i can't deal with this you know and a year <laughs> ago remember that remember that um boat that got stuck in that canal yeah. um green something oh yeah, the yeah, green yeah, yeah. Something. so that kind of ruined the petrol flow as well for you guys in europe uh yeah no i'm just well i don't forget the brexit queues i mean who could they're still ongoing as well i mean yeah you know dover yeah. is a car park at the moment or kent is a car yeah. park rosie do you so. drive no no my family have got a history of really really they're all really terrible drivers and so I was always really scared to to um ever ever try <laughs> the history of terrible drivers in my family. Um, so as a result, um, I, I don't drive. Yeah, nor do we, because obviously in the UK, especially London, we can get round by tubes and stuff. Of course, in Auckland, thing, as I remember. Yeah, in London, you don't need. Yeah. So Taryn, Superfan super Martin has just suggested that this is your this is your console current console layout at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it might be worth getting a little bit. Can you see that, Taryn? <laughs> Well, it's what hilarious. It's funny. You can see his tweet. Um, so if you follow him, Martin, then... Uh, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. That, <laughs> that, that, Taran, that is Taran. Taran it's, not even, it's not even that good. I wish it was that good. <laughs> like, I've Pencils got a tablet. Known. I've so got a tablet. Got, we've got, no, we're going we're to have another tweet. We've got, um, we've got a couple of ones in the spare, you know, if, if we run out. Uh, no, 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 we'll be fine. Yeah. Okay, so we've done... Uh, right, okay, we've done petrol prices. Let's have a look. Uh, right, well, if we've done petrol, let's go to housing. So this I is like from this Sean one. Burke, who is uh, fantastic. Uh, let's play the video. This week, we're helping our clients get on the property ladder, despite the fact it's covered in grease, like some sort of Home Alone-esque booby trap. It's very competitive out there, but with a few sacrifices and some money from Mummy and Daddy, we should be well on our way. We'll see what we can do. Joe is looking for somewhere affordable and within commuting distance of London, despite the fact no such place exists. So 
Jojo, what are your expectations? Literally nothing. I only agreed to come on the show because the producer offered to pay my energy bills for the month. So money's a concern. Have you uh, thought about cancelling your Netflix subscription? Yes, but just because they cancelled Glow. If you did, you could save enough for a flat. Really? Sorry, flat white. Oh, that makes more sense. We've had to go further afield, but we think we may have found just the right place for Joe. So, what do you think? Well, it's a tree. That's within commuting distance. What's the commute? Seven hours. I was kind of hoping for something that was a bit more of a building. Oh! <laughs> That's going to be difficult with your current budget. Have you considered a loan from your parents? What's your father's title? Dad, dad, Alfella? Perfect. Yeah, but he has his own mortgage to pay in Ireland. You could just move back there then. What's the market like in Ireland? Surely better than this. Well, that's another happy customer. <laughs> Join us next time when we see how many millennials we can fit in a shed. Brilliant stuff. Uh, Rosie, tell us all about Sean and obviously the uh, Kirsty Allsop story this has come from. Um, this week, oh, we're helping our client. Yes. Oh, it's playing again. Um, no, Sean, Sean just, it's just really, really, really funny. And don't follow him, you should, because he's reliably brilliant. Um, this particular video is referring to Kirsty Ilsop, who last week gave an interview for the Sunday Times. Yeah. I might have got that wrong. Um, where she she basically said that some people cancelled their Netflix subscription and stopped spending it on on coffees and things. Then they could they could buy a they could buy a house too. And she first house and got a bit of help with from her parents, but. You know, uh, and everyone was um, everyone was very cross. And then she got very defensive with her fans. Very, she was writing back to people, going, "Stop being mean! I've been mischaracterised by the media." Um, but she did say all that, so not not, not that. Percy Olsop getting defensive? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair to say that happened before. Can I, can I can I just ask a question? Like, how much is your uh, Netflix s subscription in the UK? Like over here, it's eighteen dollars. Is it forty thousand a month there? And is that how you're going to afford a house if you stop it? Yeah. I couldn't even buy Doll's house if I gave up lattes and and Netflix because I, I share my but, son's Netflix. So, but you know, I couldn't yeah. afford a Doll's house. But no. they're really strict here as well. Banks are ridiculously strict. They're asking people. They're asking people really personal questions. They're even asking people, um, "What are you, are you? Is your partner thinking of getting pregnant?" They literally ask them questions like that, and they go, uh, "Possibly." And they go, "Well, that's going to affect you getting a mortgage because then your income's going to be kind of divided." And it's pretty pretty full on at the moment to get a mortgage. Wow, it's that's really hard. Cool. It's God. really brutal. Like they go through, and my friend, my problem is I have with some of my friends. I, I she'll borrow money off me. I'll send it back, but I always send it back with a a quirky little thing like thanks for the blowy or something like that, right? And she wanted to extend her mortgage, but she had about thirty of these in her statement. That is very awkward to mention to the bank. Do you own your own property, Taryn? No, I don't need to. Because you have your parents. <laughs> well, he's, sa he's saved on reading books, so that's what, that's what it is. No, I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading books. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I, I wish I did, though. It's just, it's unaffordable right now. It's just stupid. So I'm just like, living with my buddy, it's good times, you know. What can you do? I mean, do you guys obviously all own homes? 
No, I no. don't. What about no. you? No. No. Uh, that, no. That's a no from the panel. That's a good thing, isn't it? I think especially now. Do you think do, do we think it's a good thing? Would you like to own a property? Because I don't think now I'm not bothered. I used to sort of think that was important when I was young, but now I Well I'd I'd love to put a hook on the wall so I could put a calendar up I enjoy, maybe. <laughs> I would like you all to be like able to, to say that? I'm a home owner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be nice to put Blue Tech yeah. up, wouldn't it? You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. and not and feel like, bad about like, it. Like, I'd love to punch a hole in the wall and not worry about what the, um, you know, repercussions are going to be. The landlord's going to say. <laughs> you know what the landlord's going to say? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> well, I, I think they've worked out that at the time that Kirsty also bought her house, that the average wage was two and a half, uh, sorry, the average house price was two and a half times uh, your salary, whereas now it's more like 13 and a half times your salary. Now, of course, mortgage banks will give you a bigger mortgage, but I mean, there's still like most a lot of places are way out of reach. And it just and this is weird because, you know, you know, the whole thing about the Tories coming to power in 79 was all about owning your own home. And that was all done off the back of buying up council housing stock, which has now disappeared in terms of like there's no other there's no other. Yeah, they didn't replace it. They didn't ring fence it and all the rest of it. And there's the legacy from that. And. You know, some people say that and people on the right will say that the absence of homeowning um, sort of millennials and so forth is is a problem is a problem for society. And, I, and I'm sure people on the left will think, obviously think there should be more social housing. And I don't see who I don't know who is where the big ideas uh, for that are going to come from. I know in Europe that we've always said that in Europe, mostly people rent and that's just sort of where where it's sort of being left here. I, I think. I don't think but, there's uh, anything bad with renting. However, I do think no. what um, Rosie's like tweet that she's picked has highlighted is that it's it, there is such a disconnect between a certain group of people, like you know the entitlement and the privilege that stops you from seeing what ordinary people have to go through. Like you know, forget housing. Like it, it's just it's 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 let them eat cake kind of um, marriage into a night kind of vibe about the whole thing I don't know is that what what because what, what, I mean Kirsty she let's face it she is you know it's taken the piss about her really beautifully in this um but she can't really understand like you know all the things that Jillian Cat- said, like, what she wants people to uh, she wants to kick people to not buy cake but yeah no she me. doesn't but it, it's it's just we keep hearing these comments don't we these like kind of outrageous like disconnected comments about how people should carry on you know if you can't afford to build I, mean, I think the electricity um one of the uh, fuel places gave advice that leave the oven door open so it warms up the room and wear extra jumpers like how patronizing is that just yeah. lower your fucking energy prices you know it's just uh, sorry for swearing out there uh, if any children are listening in <laughs> yeah before technically before the watershed the waters are shed yeah all right now i'm uh, i'm just looking to size up the next tweet i'm just wondering where should we go from here so let's have a look tara can we do tinder I mean, but also also here's the other thing if covid was if covid did a better job and eliminated a third of the world's population that would have served the health that would have solved the housing crisis but covid was just a wussy little virus that didn't take out enough people that was the big problem wasn't it let's bit, get real bit radical bit radical <laughs> <laughs> i was like look i think i was on a, we're, 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 we're,
when when COVID first came out, I was like, oh, maybe this is my chance to get a house if we lose three billion people, you know. But no, it just was enough to make me not fly to Disneyland. Hey, Taryn, <laughs> we've got a, we've got a Joe Rogan and a book tweet all in one coming your way. Uh, I wonder. Oh God, do we do that now before we? Let's do a. What we can do, Sajila, is a kind of medley as a Valentine's medley. Um, okay. Let's do the James Melton tweet, uh, Rosie. Uh, if if you do the honours and read this one out, and we'll get into it, since I've mentioned it. Um, um, somehow, so he was quite tweeting a tweet that said, "If George Orwell was alive today, he'd probably be in a similar situation to Joe Rogan." And James tweeted, "Somehow, doubt George Orwell would be yelling the N word over and over again before spreading disease misinformation to millions of listeners, and then continuing his hundred thousand billionaire uh, contract." <laughs> but maybe I missed that bit in Animal Farm. Brilliant. Sorry, the, the, uh, I had a, a notification pop up on my screen when I reached that bit. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, so he's, um, I mean, he's not quite tweeting because he's screenshotted James Melville's tweet uh, about Orwell facing the same situation as Joe Rogan. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's uh, certainly true that Orwell didn't go uh, in for uh, in for that kind of thing. I mean, there is, it, is, it does slightly kind of, I, I saw the other day there was a story about uh, some of Orwell's work being uh, flagged at universities for potentially triggering students and all the rest of it. Um, but I realised that Orwell is the sort of byword for, for a lot of people in the sort of free speech world. Mm. Um, I mean, Orwell may have had problems, but I don't think he would have had those problems. No, I mean, this is the thing. I, I do find it funny how George Orwell is always being used um, by... He was used by Donald Trump's son, who said, if George... George Orwell was alive today, basically he'd be a Trump supporter. So I think everyone is trying to claim George Orwell to their causes, um, which is brilliant. I mean, I have sort of feelings about the whole Joe Rogan thing, but I do think the idea that George Orwell would be um, have a Joe Rogan podcast is, is quite perfect. What, 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 you know, I could, if it's okay, can we push you to uh, sort of tell us what you think about the road? Joe Rogan uh, kind of controversy yeah so I mean I, I think I've never listened to the podcast um so I, I I've been reluctant to put my opinion out on the internet but um although I think yes it's it's dangerous to spread misinformation I feel a bit uncomfortable at the idea of um artists sort of trying to control what's put on the platform and and sort of away their support so that Joe Rogan has to go I don't know it just it, I just find it a bit iffy because he's not he's not purporting that he's an expert he's not going on there saying mm. facts I know he's having conversations with people as far as I can gather but then as I say I haven't listened to the podcast so um you know I, I do think the minute is about free speech um and I don't I don't know what the answer is really mm -hmm. So when you say artist, you, I'm assuming you mean um, uh, Neil, Neil Young, Young and yeah. Uh, Neil Young and yeah, yeah. yeah. Mitchell, yeah. Uh, because we're basically centering one artist, uh, you know, and and refuse. I think when you give an ultimatum, I'm going to remove my music. It's like any ultimatum, isn't it? Like in a partnership, like leave her or you know choose me. It's, it's never going to go well because they kind of just yeah. they've gone with Joe Rogan. Sharon, do you? I mean, you know, presumably you've heard about this whole 
again i'm yeah. like you i don't listen to yeah, podcasts yeah, yeah. because i'm deaf and i can't no. bother to like you know spend hours sitting there listening but um do, what do what do you feel did you, if you if you've heard of all this and what 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 is your take on that yeah, once again, I don't really listen to his podcast. I'm well aware of who he is. My, I take my Rogan from Seth, mainly, so I do a lot of more uh, Seth Roganing. I don't really do Joe Roganing. But, um, it's, um, yeah, it's interesting, and, it, and, I, and I agree with um, Rosie as well. Like, you know, if he wants to be on the platform, and at the end of the day, we're, we're all allowed to have some – it's an opinion at the end of the day, right? It's, it's his opinion, and you can choose to either – um, and clearly, there's a lot of people that think the way he does. Hence, he's still on Spotify, right? Otherwise, they would have dumped him. But I think they've obviously paid him a crap load of money. He's got a certain amount of followers, definitely more followers than Neil Young and Josie Mitchell, obviously. And there's a reason. And it's the money that obviously that's made them keep him there. Otherwise, like, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't really get him. Like I say, once again, I'm like, oh, he's not my cup of tea, so I don't really follow him. But, but on the issue of free speech, I mean, surely when yeah. we start centering, I mean, obviously, but they can't not bring in Jimmy Carr situation as well, yeah. where, yeah. you know, if you start, if, if if politicians are getting involved in what comedians do, you know, yeah. it that's not a good thing. That's not, no. you know. No, it's not. Uh, it's, it's, truly isn't it's really hard at the moment it's really i think it's really hard for us comics at the moment to say what we want to say because we're always second guessing like i remember we used to say what we and obviously if something was wrong we'd pull it back a little bit at the moment we're almost too scared to say anything because we're worried of what like i literally test material out on people not because to find out if it's funny to find out if it's offensive (laughs) (laughs) and and, and the thing is, because I don't know what the offensive line is anymore. I don't know where it is, where it is in the sand. Like, it's very, very, it's a lot lower down than it used to be. Like the offensive line in the 80s and 90s was like, you know, in high jump, it was, you know, it was gold medal. Now it's like, ugh, <laughs> you know, the guy who just qualified. <laughs> I think it's a bit like a Twitter. It's like if you see a word. Uh, yeah. And on stage, if you hear a word, people are triggered yeah. by it, and therefore yes. they they hear what they want to hear, they see what they want to see, yeah. and it's like, well, you know, we are not responsible as artists, as comedians, for your personal triggers. You know, th- yes. we're not responsible for that. So if you do, if you if you find like if you see the word trans, obviously that's a big thing. Like yes. that's it. You must be transphobic. You haven't read or you haven't heard. You haven't no. really understood what was being said. You've just seen one word and you've decided that this person is transphobic. Let's call them a turf. Let's like, you know, not do an dock yeah. them. That's a new thing, isn't it? Docking. Um, yeah. And I think that's the problem we've got. We cannot be held responsible for an audience that comes in who refuses to accept that the show is not about them. It's not yeah. about your stuff. It's just that we're yeah. going to say words. Some of them words might think like, you know, remind you of things. Um, exactly. And I'm not even talking about shocking comedians. I'm talking about, you know, the presently the three of us here, which I don't think we are, any of us are here to go out deliberately to offend. Yeah. You know, we, we, we obviously kind of, well, I'm a... Yeah, I'm a shocking comedian, but in a completely but, different but, way. So <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I agree with you both. I think, you know, I've seen a lot of comics say, oh, there is, there is no cancel culture. It depends what you're calling cancel culture. I mean, I, I, I think there is, there is a fear now about trying out certain jokes just as it's going to be interpreted i did um a sketch which was admittedly quite dark which was um love island contestant ends up in pretty patel's center by mistake and um you know it was um pretty patel um 
a Love Island contestant ends up in Pretty Patel's Center by mistake. Detention and, Center, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. There's a bit of a skip on your feed. Oh, and, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Um, but the the, it, the 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 sketch was was making fun of Pretty Patel and how awful our refugee, you know, how we how awful yeah. treat refugees. But there was a portion of comedians, and comedians I knew who said that I was making fun of refugees and, you know, um, I was a bigger, and um, it was just the assumption of bad faith that I found quite shocking. Cause you go, okay, maybe you don't, you don't get what I'm trying to do, but seeing that I am putting out hate into the world. And I think um, that tends to happen that if, if someone doesn't understand a joke, they're, they're going to go, oh, well, they're, um, they're doing it in bad faith. They're doing it to hurt. When you're going, what? It's a, it's a, it's a joke, you know. Um, well, surely after a couple, a few and I years, people know your boring. body of work, and they need to like. So, if, yeah. so it's Rosie's body of work showing hatred. Has that happened before? Is that likely that she's going for, you know, punching down at refugees? You know, it's it's, it's really a simple, and especially if it's comedians, other comedians, they surely should kind of get that yeah but no, with jimmy carr yeah. we know what his brand but, is so but why I, are you yeah. getting bitching about getting upset because you know that's his brand why would you there's nothing new to see yeah. here you know what i mean it's like mm, no i have to say the think people yeah, like, anyway, like you said people, people, oh. no go on sorry and i think you're right Rosie. and i think people are people are more triggered by the words than the joke itself yeah. like i've had that recently as well i've said a word and then I'm like, oh, you didn't get the joke. You don't actually know what I'm talking about. Like, yes, I've said this word in the joke, but the joke isn't actually about that. It's about how stupid the person is that doesn't understand it. Like, we're going to get to a point where, like, I'm going to say, like, and I'm not, I don't get triggered by it, but I just don't like it. Like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of gun culture, right? I don't like guns. I don't like war. Like, I don't go out of my way to go watch Saving Private Ryan or 1918 or whatever that movie was about war. It's because I don't really like war, right? I just don't like war. And I'm not a big fan of Anzac Day because I think it's ridiculous. And I know everyone goes, you got to, you know, what, you know, what are all those people that died in war? I just find it horrendous. But I don't sit there every day on the news when they remember World War One and go, well, that triggered me because I hate war. You know what I mean? I, I think war is awful, but it's always happening. And what if I decide to say, okay, no, I'm sorry, you can't mention war ever again because it triggers me as a human. What are they doing? Are they going to stop talking about war now and stop talking I, about all that? Um, and there's going to be no movies with guns in them because they trigger me? I, there, was a, there was really interesting um, – I had a um, psychiatrist about triggering, and she said that the, the thing is triggering first came up in psychotherapy and the idea that, you know, Know, people who yeah. suffer trauma, certain things will happen. But she was saying is that what yeah. they teach in therapy is they go, look, you're going to be triggered by these things. That happens. The way to combat that is not by telling the person not to say. It's by learning how to 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 deal with it and recognizing how it makes you deal feel with it and pushing yeah. through. Yeah. Mm, so yeah. the whole idea of words that people find upsetting is actually it's not healthy. It's not something that people in science have purported that we do. Um, for mental health, so yeah. it's it kind of bizarre now that people are saying, mm -hmm. no, you, 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 you know, we shouldn't hear this, we shouldn't hear that because it will trigger us. When 100%. the whole point of being triggered is that you're supposed to recognise it and move through. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. But also, I find it very controlling. I think a person who tells you that they're constantly upset, offended by what you've said, is trying to shut down a conversation and trying to manipulate that that whole 
like if say if you're on stage and someone said i'm triggered by that i don't like what you just said they've derailed the whole show they derail the conversation yeah and i think that we're yeah. giving far too much credence to sort of individuals who i have a thousand triggers jesus you know i've been held hostage i've been there's so many things that i could like go but i don't yeah. that's my personal shit to deal with in my own way i cannot impose that in a you know in a room full of people and start you know kicking off so that i'm offended I only do that when I'm paid to do it <laughs> in Brendan's show, <laughs> Brendan's show. But it's, it, it is a real issue and it's really scary because obviously comedians who don't go out to offend or comedians who aren't as famous as Jimmy Carr, we don't have the same power to be able to, you know, you just get book, getting booked because you might have one, one, one day pissed someone off with something you said. And that's it. Then that that oh that that promoter gets a bit iffy. I've heard of a recent case where a promoter refused to book a particular person because somebody from Twitter complained about their material that they'd seen. And so to preempt any kind of happening happening in their audience. And as a fellow promoter, I was really angry by that. It's like, what? Stand by your comedians. Stand by this industry. Do not let people, random people on Twitter or you know anywhere, just tell you how to run a club. Who, who you can, who you can't book. So it is, it is an issue that can go on and on and on. But do we have something else in the, in the pipeline to discuss this evening? Uh, well, I have to is, be very is, quick. Is, 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 is that what they're doing on Twitter? Is that what they're doing? I'm telling people how to run a club. I should go and have a look. She <laughs> 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 should be engaged. Finally. No, but what I'm also just a quick question, though. But that whole thing about triggering. But you know when you've always got a friend, you've always got a friend that's probably a recovering alcoholic or a, re- a recovering drug substance abuser or whatever. Now, when, you ha- have it, when you're sitting at a bar and you go, would you like a drink? They're like, oh, sorry, I'm a recovering alcoholic. They never go, oh, that's triggered me. It's freaked me out. You just go, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And you move on and you just have a good night. And they're just, you know, high on tango or whatever they drink now. <laughs> so, uh, right, okay, let's finish because in, on Valentine's Day very quickly. Cecilia, uh, I hope I've still got the, uh, the tweet that, uh, you wanted to talk about which was the I don't know where it's gone the Tinder tw- it'll be right ages uh, yeah I know last week well so I mean actually, Taryn you had a couple here in fact they're both uh, sort of relevant really one is from uh, well-known Trump supporter Kirsty Alley uh, yeah. and uh, that <laughs> looks like she's kind of copied that from some uh, some site rude crude stuff yeah uh, uh, 100% but, uh, it, that, or can you see it oh, Oh, yeah, I'll just bring it back. I just thought it was quite a funny little tweet, only because, um, oh, gosh, I haven't got my glasses. This is terrible. Uh, I can do it if you someone, need to. Yeah, someone, yeah, read it out, because I literally haven't got my glasses. So it's a picture of a, a delivery guy handing some flowers to a woman, and the woman saying, they're beautiful flowers, but now I'll be expected to spend the weekend on my back with my legs in the air. And the guy deliver it saying, don't you have a vase? I mean, it's right. <laughs> 3,375 likes and 315 retweets. That's so ridiculous. I just thought it was the most. I thought it was just because I didn't realise Twitter did jokes. So that's what that's what? why I did that's it. That's all it is. Apart from you do you do realise you do realise I spent a week trying to get back into my Twitter account because I forgot the password. So I just <laughs> Just oh. for the show. They pulled <laughs> you back God. in. You pulled me back in. So I was like, oh, this is quite amusing. This is the kind of stuff I see on the website, clang and bang or something. It's just ridiculous. 
So what, what, well, I mean, obviously you just thought this was funny, but it yeah. has to be said, it's Kirsty Alley who's, who's uh, yeah, tweeted this. And yeah. Kirsty Alley, who I'm, I've always been a massive fan of since Cheers yeah. days, uh, I was really shocked to find out she was like a Trump supporter and, and was, she was coming out with all sorts of dodgy stuff. And I was going, oh no. And when you find out, you know, your heroes aren't exactly quite perfect. <laughs> Oh, you find that in about five minutes on Twitter, if, if that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what does she tell, but, but she might like James Blunt as well, then you'd be really in trouble. I um, like James Blunt, he's funny. I know, I'm just joking. He's funny, I do like him. <laughs> so you've got one directly underneath, we'll keep on the romantic theme and, and play this out but, there. But you, are you guys talking about the... Um, the you've got Lucy Z's tweet. Uh, I, I feel okay. like it's my responsibility to warn people about dating older guys. You will no longer party. You will end up spending the rest of your life negotiating with a 40-year-old man about getting rid of his 100-plus DVD and CD <laughs> collection. <laughs> is this, is this, uh, is this pers- personal to you, Taryn? <laughs> I just think it's... I just believe in society. There's this huge ageism thing that goes on, and I don't... I just find it really odd. Like some people, like I believe in hanging out with people with the energy, not so much the number of who, what they are, right? But it's really funny how I think we condition people to think you're this age, this is who you should hang out. Because like some of my best friends are dead, you know? Um, and, you know, I go visit Could them at the cemetery. Did you just say some of my best friends are dead? Yeah, I'm just taking, oh, yeah, I'm taking right. the mickey. Because <laughs> they're so old. They're just in the cemetery, right? You're just like, yeah, they're great to talk to. They don't talk back. They're great listeners. But it's just kind of, it's weird. Like I just find it really fascinating that we have this, you know, there's this whole thing about all these isms that go on, but I just don't think people realise how harsh we are on people of different age brackets. And even when we just, like, I hate that, that word millennial is kind of a derogatory term, isn't it, really? Isn't it? And as is boomer, they're all derogatory terms. Why I don't know, millennial derogatory? didn't start like that, though. There was something, I mean, it's become, but I mean, also we've got, you know, millennials are older now. I mean, we're talking about Gen yeah. Z, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And I think pe- but I think people use them in a derogatory mm. term yeah, no, that's to, kind of, to, to, to make them feel less or make a boomer feel bad for who they were. And it's kind of weird how we do that. And then we all of a sudden, and we always have all these things, be nice to people, do this. But then for some reason on social media, it's like this wild, wild west of let's be horrible and no one cares. I just find it really odd. Well, it's, we've come it's a long just... way from where I thought this was going to go. I thought it was going to go with like age inappropriate like relationships um, and dating people out of your kind of age. Well, what, what was that Tinder swindler? Thing well, funny. Tinder, I'm glad Tinder. you are. I'm glad you are because I think. Yeah. I can... Rosie, can I just ask if you guys watch Tinder, Tinder Swindler? Rosie? Loved it. No, people keep telling me to. Oh, it's awesome. Okay. It's really good, it, Rosie. Yeah, I'm literally it. 20 minutes from the, end, from the end now. Yeah, okay, it's really so, good, but you've got, but you have to ask yourself that one question: when you're getting out multiple loans and you have no money to fund a billionaire, some if if, if there's not a red light going off in your head, right, then he's not the one with the problem. You need to go back to therapy because you are that that you know insecure. But wasn't that wasn't, didn't she work at like a business school in London as well? I mean, wasn't that? I'll have to go back and look it up. I know she's London. She's London-based. So, but the Rosie but... hasn't seen it at all. And so just to kind of, without trying to give you any spoilers, yes. um, uh, it, it, it's kind of a con man, because you know it's a swindler because it's in the title. So it's a con man 
who basically uh, cons women almost like a pyramid scheme. So he gets w- money Pon- from one woman that he's met in Ponzi scheme, yeah. and then then uses yeah. that money to lavish this great lifestyle on the next woman, and then he'll take money from that next woman to lavish a wonderful lifestyle to the third woman, and it goes on and on and on. We're talking millions, oh, no. millions, you know, private planes, yachts. I mean, he he's he's an expert. So this this tweet was uh, by Sherlock. <laughs> Uh, 2020, uh, me to Simon Liviak, that That's that's his name in in the, in the one of them anyway. Yeah, although, although he has got another name as well, asking me to get a loan, uh, and she's just like, there ain't no dick that good. And that was <laughs> that was so great because I thought that that's, that's true. Like how if you somebody Rosie asked you and said, look, can you? Look, I'm a bit of a pickle, and I've just spent all this money and taking you to like you know the Ritz and stuff. But just you know, I'm good for it. I'm your boyfriend now. Can you just take out a hundred thousand pounds for me to sort of, sort of tide me over, and then you take out another hundred thousand pounds the three days later? I mean, you know, I was just angry at these women. Like, how could you be so stupid? No one's dick is that good. <laughs> but you know what? I hate I know, these stories I know. because I do. There was another one in the press recently about some guy who who um, tricked some woman into thinking he was an MI5, and that she had to on the run with him and she's he'd like he, and he sort of absolutely bled her dry of money and this was an intelligent woman and it's it's so awful these stories and i'm someone who's pretty gullible luckily i don't have so good luck tinder swindlers but um i it's just so it's just so mean and like you, you'd feel so silly really as well as broke because it's like you you know when your yeah. feelings are involved and you like someone you think they like you oh i just find it heartbreaking I don't know if I want to watch it. Yeah, but <laughs> you've got to watch it. I but mean, Rosie, there were only, here's, 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 yeah, and here's the thing, Rosie, they were handing over all this money after only two or three weeks. That's oh, the terrible no. part, right? Oh, God. I'm like, I don't ask, I don't, I don't ask people out on a second date if they don't offer to pay half. <laughs> like, and they don't, they don't, have, they don't, like, here's the deal. Like, they don't have to pay half. They just have to offer. If they don't offer, I'm like, yeah, I'm ne- you'll never hear from me. But if they offer, I'll go, no, I'll pay. That's fine. But I just have, like, a base wall. And I'm like, where is their benchmark of giving out that much money? But I was, you've seen the show, right? And there yeah. is a point. I won't ruin it. He does end up in prison for a small amount of time, right? What I would do, if I were those women, I would have gone to the prison and met him and said, hey, you know how we spent 100 grand to give to you and you never gave it back? Well, we're all now going to get out another loan to to put a hit out on you on prison. So you decide what you, you want to do. Dark, you can either pay us the money back. Then. <laughs> oh, I would I would make sure that he would figure out a way to give me that money back or you might as well spend another 300 grand and get him taken out in prison. Well, what, well. what I loved about it, just quickly, is that people. there's a when she goes to um, uh, the Norwegian woman who's the first woman that interviewed him, she goes to a Norwegian yeah. newspaper and then they look up, because the Simon Leviev guy is, uh, whatever his actual other name is, is Israeli. They they find an Israeli journalist, and and you, you they show them googling the journalist, and he's called Yuri. But then on, one of the options underneath is Yuri Geller. It's like no, pick pick him. See what <laughs> see what happens there. Uh, anyway, it's it's, it's, it's well it worth it. It is it's what what's Happy Valentine's about Day. Is, is that it's all yeah. most of the material comes from the women that he swindled because they've taken photos, they've got recordings, you know, it's, it's like the documentary almost made itself based on the women's material that they'd already, that's how far 
or how much we use our phones, social media, that everything can create a story that we've, you know, somebody does anything wrong, we can just go back and, hey, we had this exchange on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. And it did sort of frighten me a little bit that we do put so much of ourselves out there on social media. But uh, please yeah. watch it, Rosie. I think you'll be able to tell us what you thought. It's a shame you didn't watch this one. Um, but have you, what's the, what's the closest kind of someone's, not just necessarily romantically, but just generally, how, what's, what's, has anyone ever conned you in any way or, or, or led you to believe that they yeah. were one person and there's someone else? Do you want to share? Yeah, I got, I got scammed in the, um, in the first lockdown wow. because uh, they, they rang up the HMRC and they said that I, um, I, you know, I was, I'd committed fraud because I'd done my taxes wrong, or, and that I had to pay sort of immediately. Or they said you can either pay immediately, or we will, we will call the police and it will go to court. And I completely freaked out, and I gave them <laughs> quite a lot of money. And oh the worst thing was, is I couldn't, oh. I could, yeah, because they, they as well, because they had like they'd um. I said, how do I know this isn't a scam? They said, well, you can check our number. And I checked their number and it was HMRC. And they, I didn't realise you could ape, you can, they've got equipment, which means they can like ape, ape the numbers. And they knew enough about me. They knew I was self-employed and things like that. And I, and also they just panicked me. And I can't think properly when people are putting pressure on me. Wow. So you, they, you were going, they were going, you have to do it now. Right there and then yeah, you just, you just them. said... They've got that information from your website a bit or online. Actually, I think that's probably like a creatives. You know, maybe all creatives should be worried about that because all, again, you see, we've got too much stuff out there. I'm so sorry to hear yeah. that, Rosie. Did you get it back, or yeah. were, you, were you? I. You know what? I. It took me a year to get it back because um, wow. my bank were like, "We're not giving you any of the money back because you're an idiot." I mean, they they put <laughs> said it nicer than that, but that's basically what they said. And then I went to the ombudsman that I said yeah yeah that's it and they and they were they were great they fought my corner and they were like not stupid (laughs) she was put under pressure wow so I got it I got it back in the end but it was horrible and I felt so stupid and um yeah I I think you would appreciate where these women are coming from then I think yeah yeah definitely have some resonance Yeah. Wow. What about you, Tara? Okay. Have you ever been conned on anything or have you been taken for a ride? Just once. Just once when I was over, I was in South Africa years ago. And it was just, it was, I didn't expect it because it just came out of nowhere. And I was in my, we, I just landed, I was in the hotel. And we were actually doing the festival then quite a few years ago. And this guy knocks on my door quite late at night. And he goes, hey, look, my wife's gone out. I've just ordered pizza for the kids. Have you got 100 rand? And I'll drop it back to you later on. And I just said, oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And gave Did him the money. Did you say 100 grand? 100 rand, like, oh. which, is like, <laughs> which, is, which is probably <laughs> about 30 <laughs> quid, right? Yeah, yeah. It, was about a th- it was about 30 quid. And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. So I gave it to him. And then... And then I didn't think anything of it. And then he, obviously the money wasn't slipped under my door again because I'd just cut flowing and I, I'd kind of bit of jet lagged. And then it, it, it turned out I just happened to go to the gym at the hotel and I was telling someone, one of the staff members of what had happened. And then all of a sudden, about an hour later, the manager comes in with a photo and goes, oh, yeah, this is a scam that goes around. When I'm like, well, it's a scam within the hotel because I'm on the ninth floor in the Hilton. Someone in your hotel has let this dude up to the floor and knowing that I checked in today to knock on the door to ask me for that money. 
right? This isn't this isn't just because he obviously clearly wasn't in staying in the hotel. It was just weird, you know. Well, so obviously that's yeah. that's thirty pounds compared to how much did you lose, Rosie? She doesn't want to say. Um, I do want to say. That's fine. That's it was fine. a bit more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what? But but the thing is, it, 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 I can understand how it can happen because he was like quite flustered. The pizza man was there, and I'm a man of food, and you know when kids need food, I need food. You need to get it paid for, right? <laughs> yeah, and also if it's someone official, I think you probably get. What about you, Julian? Have you? I knew you were going to ask. Yeah, I know. Usually, when people do this, yeah, uh, usually people when people do this, I have no off-the-cuff response, but I just realised, I'm not even sure how much you say, but it involves uh, a beach in Nice, in Nice? It, in niche. A beach in Nice and some a soil. And, that, and that's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, I was con. I was con, <laughs> yeah. But not for very much. I think, my, yeah, comparatively, uh, I'm the lowest scoring con so far, I think. But, yeah. Well, what about you, Sajila? I have to turn the table. Um, do you know what? I can't, think of being when I've been conned because I'm really suspicious all the time but I have I've almost conned someone into giving them more money because I like because I speak Urdu and I've lost my numbers I've forgotten the language of numbers and when I went to Pakistan like you're supposed to haggle and this guy said oh I want like beast which translates to 20 uh, rupees for this thing and I said no because I thought I'm going to be haggling for this I said no I think you'll find I'll be giving you budgets which is 25 but in my head I thought it was lower and he said no no no, it's just 20 if you want I'll give it to 15 <laughs> and I said no I'll give you and then I added more and basically I, he, every time he went lower I was going higher and ended up giving and, and, and my family was just laughing I said why don't you tell me he said no because it was just hilarious watching you uh and so yeah I don't know if that was a bit of a yeah I was probably conning someone but not realizing it so I don't know if that counts mm. It was it was innocently done because I just I'd forgotten the numbers. <laughs> you well, conned we yourself. We you you conned I conned myself. I conned myself. Yeah. Conned yourself. We've laughed. We've cried. We've shared. Uh. And in Rosie's case, given out bank details. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, speaking of details, uh, let's uh, right. Let's just remind everyone uh, that you can follow Rosie at uh, at Rosie is a halt on Twitter, and I think that's the same on Insta as well, isn't it, Rosie? And yeah. uh, Taryn is at, uh, well, if, if you need to know on Twitter, Taryn no, is at... No, don't. You, you don't want to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> well, what about, about, what about Insta? I, no, Instagram's help. fine. Instagram's no. fine. But if you honestly, at Twitter, like, honestly, I, I was struggling to find Look, my see, password. Stay there, stay there, stay there, stay there, Julia. Look, oh. can you see Taryn Mahanaboy? Let's yeah, look at that. Uh, let's look at Rosie's. Rosie is making some this. effort. Taryn needs to up his game. Come on, Taryn. <laughs> right. Where, where, where can we... Is, this is your opportunity to plug, before we wave goodbye to our streamers and, and catch you in the green room, this is your chance to plug your forthcoming live events or any other kind of event. Taryn, what, what are you up to? What would you like to plug? Um, we just went into red traffic light in New Zealand, so every show got cancelled. So I'm in my bedroom for the next month. Um, <laughs> but yeah, good times. <laughs> oh, you do so, Zoom, Zoom, um, yes. yeah. But that 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 that, that IndianGuy.com is easy to find. Yes, me, exactly. Right? Yeah, so that IndianGuy.com. There we go. Yeah. And uh, having visited yeah. you, you are very very famous with the Maori uh, community. Everywhere we went, they recognise you. Hey, it's that Indian guy. They're like, they know you here. But your uh, Insta might be yeah. as well. It's not. Yeah, it oh, well, 
My, I think my my Insta's the same, but it's that Indian guy with my name on the end. Yeah, with you un- underscores, I think. Rosie, what are you up to? Underscores, yeah, I had to. Oh, nothing. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, if I've got any news, I'll probably whack it on Twitter. Everything at the moment is 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 vague, so nothing, nothing immediate to shout. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Right, um, brilliant. Well, listen, guys, that's been uh, that's been lovely. I've uh, really enjoyed that uh, very much. We'll be doing, doing some clips and putting them out uh, as soon as we get that done, and also be there'll be a podcast version too. So just hang back a, a few minutes while I sort of say goodbye to everyone, and uh, we'll we'll say a proper goodbye in the green room. So just to say uh, that next week, which is Sunday the twentieth of February, we've got Darren Walsh and Susie Bennett in the Zoom room. Uh, so please join us then. Meantime, obviously follow us on Twitter and on YouTube. And I can see a few people have done that this evening. So thank you very much. Uh, and thanks very much for watching. And um, thank I think that's guess. it, isn't it? Well, I mean, obviously, it goes without saying. <laughs> um, uh, thanks so much to Rosie and Taryn. And uh, we'll see you next week. Have I forgotten anything to do, Lewis? What about no, your I, think, I think that's it. And we, you can follow us at LKT Zoom yeah. and Zajila Kershi and Textual Healing. Is it Textual? Just textual Healing 2. Yeah. Textual Healing 2. Don't forget the number two at the end. Uh, and have a lovely evening on Sunday this e- and, and a great Valentine's Day tomorrow. Oh, yes. I've got oh, flowers yes. behind me just in celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I should be washing the tin, just completing the tin for that. Yeah. So, guys, thanks so much for watching, uh, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Thanks a lot. We hope you enjoyed listening to the show. Please do check out the other podcasts in the series. If you go to our website, www.letskilltwitter.com, you'll find all our previous shows listed, and you can find links to the YouTube versions as well as audio files. If you'd like to support our work, you can do via buymeacoffee.com, If you go to their website, you'll find a Let's Kill Twitter page set up for donations. But anything you can do is much appreciated. A like, a follow, a recommendation to a friend, it all counts. Once again, thanks for listening. We hope to be in your ears again very soon.